The American Thoracic Society. We help the world breathe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special podcast from the Annals of the American Thoracic Society. My name is Sean Stevens, and I am joined today by David Lederer, the newest editor of the Annals ATS. David has kindly taken time out of his very busy schedule to talk with me today so he can introduce himself to you and go over some of his plans for the journal. David, thank you so much for coming out today. No, thank you, Sean. I'm I'm happy to do this. So to get things started, I was wondering if you would be willing to share with our listeners some information concerning your background, your education, where you're from, really any past experiences you think would be worth divulging. Yeah, um, so I'm a native New Yorker. Uh, but I, I hope you can tell I lost the accent. I <laughs> uh, went to med school in Brooklyn, and then I've been at Columbia University Medical Center here in New York since internship. Um, uh, since finishing my fellowship about 11 years ago in pulmonary and critical care medicine, I have focused both my clinical work and my research on interstitial lung disease and lung transplantation. Uh, I run what's called the PICTOR group, which is Pulmonary and Intensive Care Translational Outcomes Research Group here at Columbia. Um, we study subclinical interstitial lung disease. We look at disparities in access to subspecialty pulmonary care. And uh, we also have a, a large program looking at body composition, uh, such as obesity and frailty in advanced lung disease and in ICU survivors. And most recently, I've become involved with the Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation. I work on their executive medical team and uh, along with the foundation leadership on enhancing education of people living with ILD uh, and also education of healthcare providers. And that's actually been a really nice complementary part to my career uh, where I get involved in advocacy and see kind of the bigger picture of ILD beyond my office. Awesome. Great. And as a bit of a follow-up to that, I'm curious as to what led you to pursue studying respiratory medicine specifically. Do you believe there's a, any particular reason as to why you selected that area of medicine? Yes. So I, uh, in uh, training as a medical resident, uh, became fascinated by two things that I really had difficulty understanding. One was interstitial lung disease, which I still think is kind of confusing. And the other is lung <laughs> lung transplantation, uh, which is, I think, one of the most wonderful and in some cases awful things that you can do to another human being. Uh, not, to, not to say anything bad about it, I, I do think it's a wonderful treatment, uh, but many complications from lung transplantation. And so as I joined a pulmonary, pulmonary fellowship training program, uh, I gravitated towards interstitial lung disease and lung transplantation. Uh, I still find both of those very challenging fields. I, I no longer practice lung transplant medicine in, in the clinical setting. I've kind of spread myself a little too thin, but in my ILD practice, um, I still find patient care challenging. Uh, I find uh, that there's a very um, personal and emotional part to the care of these people living with uh, a very serious disease, uh, and I struggle with that on a, on a personal level, taking care of people who are very ill. I think many of us in the medical field uh, feel that way, um, especially in pulmonary medicine where people with advanced lung disease or people in the ICU, uh, there's a lot of uh, caregiver uh, burnout uh, and healthcare provider burnout. Um, 
it's not quite what you asked, but uh, that's where this conversation always goes is to the emotional part of, of work. Definitely. And I, I really think that's something important to touch upon. So thank you for sharing that. Now I'd like to move on to more annals related content. I know before being selected as editor-in-chief, you were a deputy editor for the journal. That's correct, right? Yeah, that's right. So what I'm curious to know is, what exactly inspired you to take the next step and pursue the position of editor-in-chief? Well, I suppose there are a number of factors. First, as you mentioned, uh, I was a deputy editor for Annals ATS over the past five years, uh, working under John Hansen Flashen and Gene Schnuffnagel. Uh, and watching the journal grow under their leadership from, you know, from just like a seed of an idea in John's mind into the mature journal it is today it was a very rewarding experience, both for myself and I think actually for, I think our whole ATS community uh, received a lot of positive feedback about the journal. So serving as a deputy editor, great learning experience for me. Uh, taught me not only what it means to serve as a refereeing editor, so to speak, but I also found that I really enjoyed working as an editor. Um, and to be honest, I think the most important thing is that I felt uh, that every minute that I spent as an editor uh, was time well spent, meaning I think con contributing to the mission of a journal, contributing to uh, the dissemination of new knowledge uh, and important scientific output is a really important way to spend one's time. Um, and honestly, I, I think about that in all of my activities and how can, I, how can I maximize the value that I generate in the world while at the same time not driving myself too crazy or getting too overcommitted. Um, but anyway, so those are many of the factors that, that drove me towards uh, re applying for the position. Interesting. All right, great. And now that you're going to take on this role, what plans do you have for the future? Uh, I'm not sure what you can share, but do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to talk about uh, some of my vision for the journal. Um, I will say, first of all, that there's really no plan to change the flavor of the journal, so to speak. That is, we are still going to be a journal that is appealing to clinicians, that is of use or of value to practicing clinicians. Uh, in fact, I'm hopeful that we're going to be successful in expanding the non-research side of the journal uh, and publishing new and additional content, uh, perhaps raising or, or growing our footprint in the field of public health and global health, environmental health, uh, maybe publishing a greater number of commentary pieces, as well as continuing to publish our reviews, which are very popular. Uh, I think I can say that uh, Rob Kotloff, who is a stellar clinician and educator at uh, Cleveland Clinic, has agreed to take on the role of senior deputy editor. He'll help lead that side of the journal. And on the research side, I think we're going to do a lot of the same, uh, a lot of what we've already done. We are going to bring in, by and large, a new team of deputy and associate editors uh, whose names will soon be announced. And um, I think, you know, we're going to see maybe a focus of value added. It's a term I use a lot. Uh, you know, whenever we publish something, what are we adding in terms of value to the world? So uh, th there's more to come. I, I think one of the things that I've found most rewarding in the process so far, and I'm still very early in this, is is building a team. Uh, there have been some really amazing people who have agreed to come on board and continue the, the growth of the journal that John has created. 
Um, so between having great teams uh, and a few great ideas, I think uh, the journal is going to continue on its wonderful trajectory. Great. And I can honestly say that all of us here at the ATS office are really excited to see where you take the journal. Uh, there seems to be a lot of exciting things on the horizon. In fact, I think the Annals is going to print pretty soon, right? That's correct. Uh, that's a, a, a very, very exciting uh, new transition for the journal. Uh, our first issue was February 2013, online only. We published six issues in 2013. And as of January 2017, we are a monthly journal and we are in print. Uh, so many ATS members should be receiving the white journal in their box uh, for the first time uh, since, uh, since it was Pat's. Fantastic. Well, thank you again so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk with me, David. Great. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope all of our listeners have found this to be an insightful and informative conversation. If you'd like to learn more about David and his plans for the Annals ATS, you can visit the ATS Journal's website to see an exclusive video interview. Once again, thank you for listening, and have a great day.